I like that one. <laughs> that's gonna be my. That's gonna be my shit. <laughs> that's where the camera. We recording. Alright. We live in three, two, one. Yes, sir. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned in to the very first episode of High Demand 704, alright? No episode is going to be regular, no episode is the same, this is something new. High Demand 704 brings you premium hip-hop culture redefined, alright? And on today's episode, we got a very special guest. I've been tapped into this man's work for a minute. He's very cold at what he does. Goes without introduction, for real, for real. So we just gonna let the conversation do the talking. Zay from RBE. Appreciate you. Appreciate you having me, man. For sure, I appreciate you. How you feeling? I feel pretty good. I'm straight. I'm straight. How about so, yourself, man? I'm cooling, man. I'm cooling, man. I appreciate you coming on, for sure. Definitely, man. Definitely. So, so I got a lot. You know what I'm saying? I want to ask you. Like I said, I've been following your career for a minute. You know, we probably been tapped in for what it is like two years now. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And so I met you at uh, Training Day. Shout out to Training Day. You know what I'm saying? CEO, the whole gang, all of them. Um, I met you on that spectrum. And one of the things that stood out, bro, is like your 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 stage presence. You know what I'm saying? When you rap, you got a you got a big stage presence. So like that leads me to ask you what what initially got you into battle rapping. Like, um, honestly, uh, first of all, uh, rest in peace to my uh, brother Shane. I just lost him like three weeks ago, um, but he's the one who actually Sorry, got me. It. Yeah, he actually the one who got me into battle rap. When I was growing up, I ain't want to be no rapper, bro. I, I'm trying to be like an R and B singer or something. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be no you rapper. Trey Songz, yeah, bro. I was not trying to rap at all. <laughs> and then like, I think it was like around college. I had went to college, uh, Johnson C. Smith for a couple years. Where you went to Smith? Yeah. What years, bro? Uh, from like 2011 to 13. Okay, facts. I went yeah. 17 to 18. Okay, yeah. So. Smith, you know, go to Bulls, but so. yeah, like honestly, I was on Twitter one day and I seen like Hitman Holler, and yeah, I was right. like, man, I could do this. You feel me? But I ain't no rapper at that time, so I, but I still felt like I could do that. Like I could, I was doing poetry and shit. And uh, my homeboy Shane, my bro, he was just like, bro, you can really do this, bro. And I was like, bro, shit. And then I got my first battle, and it just kind of took off on its own. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to go like this, for real, for real. For so, for so, like, you've been making major moves, for real, for real. Like, I done seen you go international with this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. can you talk about that? For sure, because I don't even got my passport, dog. <laughs> you feel me? Like, how was, what was that experience like going out Man. the country, being able to pop your shit like that? Like. Come on, first man. time. Honestly, that's the reason why I got my passport. Yeah. First, the first flight I ever took in my life was because of battle rap. I went to New York. That's I was hard. Scared as hell on that plane. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was my homeboy Kurt was with me. I was goddamn holding on to the nigga, bro. <laughs> like, bro, do not, do not let me go, bro. This plane, this shit, crazy. Oh, yeah. You don't rock with planes. You don't like being in the air. Man, it get me where I need to get to, but I, <laughs> I, I ain't fucking with no planes. I feel you. But um, my first battle internationally was in uh, Toronto on King of the Dot. It was like 2019. And to be able to go up there, I went up there with a couple homeboys. Like, 
to be able to go out the country for it, that was like that's when I felt like all right, nigga, you. you what time did you, did you go? Because Toronto be cold. Oh, it was it all was right. fall, but it was okay. still cold. Like it was, I ain't gonna lie, it was still kind of chilly. Okay, but I mean, I went up there and like you see all these different type of people. These these people got different accents. <laughs> some me. of them look like you, but they got a totally different accent. And so I went up there and I killed it. And then, um, you know, last year, no, two years ago was the first time I went overseas. I went to London uh, for the first time, and that was that was when I was like, nah, you done, you done made it. You done made it for real. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing, like, the different type of people, how they gravitate towards you, man. I was over there signing autographs. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. Actually, yeah, I had to call my mama, bro. Like, damn, <laughs> man, they got me. They think I'm a big star. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause battle rap ain't big out here. It's not something that's big, especially in the south. Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody growing up say they want to be no battle rapper. I know I didn't. You feel me? So Different. to be out the country and you signing autographs, you rapping, people look like you. They got a thick ass accent. You don't understand what they saying, but. Mm-hmm. Then you start rapping and everybody's just like going crazy. That shit, it's surreal, honestly, definitely. For sure, for sure, for sure. So that's that's very interesting, bro. Like, who who would you consider to be your top five battle rappers? And you're more than like before you answer that, you're more than welcome. And I actually encourage you to include yourself <laughs> for sure. Well, that's the case, and I'm number one. But um, honestly, Hitman Holler, you know. Not just because that was the first battle rapper I ever saw, but I just like his style and stuff. Um, Loaded Lux, I ended up getting signed to him. He's yeah, he's tough. Yeah, like I got signed to Loaded Lux. He came down here and did an event, and I ended up winning the event. And uh, later on, he signed me. Um, shoot, after that, I like Geechee Gotti. Word. He's in my top five. That last spot, nah, that's difficult. I'm be honest. I can't even tell you for real, for real. Uh, you holler, Lux, Geechee Gotti. <laughs> that's a hey, that's yeah. that's a tough that's a tough yeah. foe. That's a tough for foe, show. definitely. That's a tough foe. Who who that five? Can, you got anybody in mind? Oh man, you gonna make me? Somebody might see this and be one trying to battle. If I don't know <laughs> their name, man. Uh, Welcome to smoke. Fuck it. <laughs> that's a fact, man. I probably go with uh. Shoot, I like JC. JC out of Michigan, man. I got some Michigan homeboys, uh, Gio and Nate. They battle out here, but gotcha. I like his pen. So JC in that fifth spot? Yeah, I put him in that. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Words spoken from a true pioneer. Everything. I'm telling you, for sure, for sure. One thing that stands out to me as well about your style, bro, like you got a real intellectual approach with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I picked out a couple bars. Like I said, I don't just bring people on my show and I don't do my research. You know what I'm definitely, saying? So definitely. you definitely had some cold bars in some of your battles, bro. And one of my favorite battles was the one with Show Out. You had some lines in there that I was like, okay, yeah, he's different. He's cut different. It's a different cloth. You feel me? <laughs> That's cloth talk right there. But this man said, so many trees in my home, my yard was in the house. From Charlotte. Well, we gotta keep that loud. Quieter than a mouse. Mm-hmm. Only gravel and rock in front of my crib. So much grass in the home. Nigga, the yard was in the house. I'm in your trap. I'm in your trap. I'm in your trap. 
I mean, and the older dude when he said this, slide on old school with the stick, like on Ron Isley. Y'all seen the Contagious video? So when I pull, nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shit for nothing. It's all fun and game singing to the Mary J. Blige ringing. And when you hear this ratchet bitch, she always going through something. You old motherfucker. You old, you old motherfucker. You, you old motherfucker. You better not surprise me or I slide on old school with this stick. I'm Ron Isley. Boy, I'm really with this stick. I'm Ron Isley. <laughs> That's where I got it from. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was watching that music video one day and I was like, this oh, is shit. Wait, how you know my name, son? Y'all don't know about that. That's before y'all time. <laughs> you ever seen a nigga make a baby just to give it to the world like Jesus' birth? Hey man, if you know, you know. You know, you know. If you know, you know. You know, you know. So those are some of my favorite lines that I've ever heard you say. You know what I'm saying? You real witty, real clever. I like stuff that like can just get a reaction out of me, like make me say like, "Oh, that's some witty shit," or like just you know what I'm saying? That's right. clever. Like, so what would you consider to be some of your favorite lines? Oh man, you asked me that. Uh, that's tough. Honestly, I ain't gonna be one of the people that say everything I write. I like like some shit. I be like. I'm going to say it, but I don't necessarily know how it's going to go. But mm. um, lines in which, like, I tell, like, real-life stories and stuff that I've and been And real quick, bro, before you say that, I just think, like, that level of, that level of being meticulous about your craft is what makes you a true pioneer. I ain't gonna appreciate lie to you, bro. I appreciate you, man. For real, like I just, it's just, I, I just really want to make make it an effort to let you know that, bro, because it's like throughout everything that you do, bro, and because I, I really observe your work, you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm a, I'm a true artist, so I can recognize true artists in all aspects of the craft. Like you, a pioneer, bro. I appreciate you, man. I definitely do. No definitely cap. Do. You know what I'm saying? So like. I demand 704, bro. We all about celebrating, emphasizing. Highlighting, promoting pioneers. Matter of fact, you drink? Yeah, I drink. Let's take a shot to Zay being a pioneer. Oh man, I appreciate you. Let's take a shot. So, you know what I'm saying? We like to drink black owned on this side. For so, cheers. One time for the studio audience. Y'all gonna meet them very briefly. So, I ain't gonna make it through the interview. Keep drinking. I got you. And after this toast, we're going to go pay some bills, all right? So, we're going to take a time to toast to Zay being a true pioneer. Appreciate you, appreciate you. We'll be right back after these messages. You can slide around with both if you're talk different. Every time I turn around, they say I'm missing. 
wanna know how niggas die. Niggas keep dissing, but I don't get in that. I'm steady wrapping up them chickens. I wanna hit the booth, but I'm stuck up in them trenches. I've been at five, but I won't see so with me like I'm Nipsey. Fucking hoes and kicking doors, that's just how we living. Niggas knowin' what we bang, never go out against the grain. We been knockin' shit down front of squeeze the chain gang. Slide around with that drink, get the one with wood grain. Call my dog a fuck nigga, guess it's just a Florida thing. I don't wanna go to no more parties, call me Cola Ray. Know my exes think on lit, know them bitches wish they stayed. Gotta know that life a bitch, but we pray for better days. Every nigga play with Boston, gotta put it in they face. Seen troll hit the block. Yes, sir, we right back at it, man. High demand, high demand, high demand. We are back at it again. I'm your host, DJ Sway. I'm here with Zay of RBE. And this is a special place for special people. So I would like to introduce to y'all my lovely co-host. Not only are they models, the big bosses of Iman Co. At Iman Booking on Instagram. You feel me? I could keep going on and on and on, but I'm going to let them pop their shit. Ladies, who do we have with us here today as my lovely co-host? We can start with you. We can start with me. Um, we have Jasmine here. I am the assistant of Iman. We, are we giving any more introductions or are you going? We're going to get to that later. All right. Mo? Cool. My name is Mo. You can call me Mo. My name is Moesha, but they call me Mo. And I am the owner of Iman Company. Iman booking on Instagram. I'm going to need you to run that back a little bit closer to the mic. I don't even think they heard you the first time. You got to pop that. I got you. Every time I say something, put the You got to pop the button, that. Okay? All right, all right, all right. You ready? I'm going to say my name, my full name. My name is Moesia. I'm the owner of Iman Company. Instagram, Iman booking. What are they talking about? But show for show. Speaking of social medias, I'm glad you said that. Zay, our special guest today. What's your social media? Where can they tap in with you at? Twitter, Instagram, Zaytoven15, Z-A-T-O-V-E-N-15. Not like Zaytoven, the producer. I ain't trying to get no, no letter in my door or anything for you know copyright. But <clears throat> Zaytoven15. Show for show. Make sure y'all tap in. Also, you can follow me at DJ Suede, S U E D E 704 on IG. You feel me? So, without further ado, I heard you mention Zaytoven just now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A very phenomenal artist. Um, that leads me to ask you who would you consider to be your top five artists of all time? Any genre? Any, yeah, absolutely. Just artists. You feel me? Picture painters. Uh, honestly, my favorite uh, artist is Monica. Monica, my that's favorite, tough. my favorite rapper is Ti. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Folks, bro, niggas be sleep on Ti, bro. Yeah, Folks be do, trying man. to play Ti like he not they that do, guy, bro. Rubber band man, twenty foes, ring like, bro. He, he, that man got hits on hits on hits on hits on hits. It's crazy, like, bro. I don't really listen to uh, too much rap. You know, I mostly listen to like R and B. Older shit, and I be listening like SWV. Smooth on the, way, shit. on the way to the battle, I'm listening to SWV. Better whoop a nigga ass, and you feel me? Like I listen to a lot of uh, R&B, so I definitely put SWV in that artist group. I rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Teddy Pendergrass, I love his music. I rock with that. Um, 
And then as far as like rap, like newer, I like little baby man, little baby dirt. He be talking that shit. And Joseph, I'm gonna let you. Oh, I'm gonna let y'all finish, but you didn't shout my girl Instagram out. I sure did not. Please forgive me. Let's talk about. Wait, hold up. Is there a boo button in this motherfucker? I got a boo. I'm sorry. I got you. You feel me? I'm accountable for mine. I can't find it, boo. But I can't find it. But boo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't forget the big boss. You feel me? Um, yes, y'all can tap at, in with me at Jazz World with four S's. Tap in. Yes, sir. You gonna find that bomb though. Hold up. Boo. It's the first one, man. Y'all gotta bear with me. High Demand Seven O Four. Make sure you follow the brand though at High Demand Seven O Four. Straight like that. So that leads me to ask you, Zay. While we at it, it was a lot of heat drop last year. Like I'm really feeling the music culture. Like one thing about High Demand, we are premium hip hop culture redefined. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of premium hip hop that was released last year. So what do you feel like? What What was your favorite album? Like, what was the one that was like, bro? That that shit. Every time you get in the car, I'm on it. Like, it was all a, y'all for real. Honestly, it was a collab album uh, with ESTG and Forty Two Doug. Like, I, I like ESTG a lot. I like him a lot. So he remind me of Wayne. Yeah, he he fire. So I think that was probably my top. That was probably number one. And then Lil Baby's album, definitely. You don't really miss. <laughs> you don't really miss like ever. So. Him and uh, yeah, that's really and Dirt as well. I, I like Dirt. I like his music. You know what I'm saying? You be talking that talk, that aha. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah, you talking that shit. It's on that, bro. I love dropping that aha in the club. I shit. swear to God, he definitely talked that shit. And then it's a it's widespread of artists. You know what I'm saying? Like from the older guys to the newer guys. You know, Jeezy still putting in work. I like Gucci music. You know, uh, Migos. Or everything happened before they really before they split up, even for all that other shit. So, for sure, RP takeoff, bro. Definitely, for sure, so, for sure, RP takeoff. I'm big on southern music. You feel me? Like most battle rappers, they love like the Jay Z's and Biggies, and you know that's cool. But I'm from the south. I ain't really grow up listening to all that. So, I be listening to a bunch of you know like Boosie and shit. Like <laughs> I'm listening to Boosie. You want to talk shit? You want to run your mouth? You want to see some gangsta front of yeah. motherfucking house? We'll set, set this, this bitch off. Hey. That's that one. <laughs> no, we fuck with Boosie, man. For sure, for sure. Boosie is like a... what? He a pioneer uh, to yeah. us. Yeah. He is. He is. No cap, bro. That man is really a true pioneer, I yeah. swear. He really is. For real, for real, bro. I definitely got a second the baby album for the album of the year. I'm really little baby. baby. Yeah, of course. Um, he my favorite artist, so I really resonate with. He be talking that talk. Yes, yeah. never California miss. breeze. Take a hot to eat. Stop at a little party and a bit of big house. I can't fuck with Shawty cause she got a big mouth. Pull up in the Rari. Hop out like I'm big dog. Okay. What was your favorite album, Mo? My favorite album. I really. I'm tapping into Lil Baby 2023 for the most part, but I know that California Breen song. For sure, for sure. I ain't gonna cap. That Brent Fires, that Wasteland. He's fire. Come on. <sighs> He's a very good artist. Where the bomb at, man? Very good. Artist. Where's. Oh, 
I'm a Rolling Stone. I'm too wild for you to own. Okay, I don't know what that one, but you know, yeah, that one right there. Or that I'll be your role model. Don't leave the house tomorrow. I got a link with Audemars. Tell me what you want. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I rock with it, man. I rock with it. But nah, you know who dropped some shit January 1st, though? That just went absolutely crazy. And I ain't gonna lie. I think this man is really a true pioneer. I ain't gonna crap. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cap. Me? I dropped oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> CEO. At DJ Sway 704 on IG. I dropped the freestyle January 1st. It's out on all major streaming platforms. Definitely make sure you tap in. You go grab that. You feel me? That's one of my favorites of this year. But enough about me. You got to plug yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to show yourself love. That's how you do it. Because if you're in high demand, that's what you do to stay in high demand. You just got to keep doing it again, again, and again. Matter of fact, fact, I remember when I did the uh, training day event uh, last year, the beginning of last year, and you performed, but you didn't have the, uh, the beat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you performed that shit acapella. I was like, oh, man, this nigga oh, good. Shit. This nigga got the crowd rocking off of acapella with a song. Like, be like, nah, I that fuck shirt. Oh yeah, they can't take it. Yeah, one time for that flavor. Also out now on major streaming platforms, man. Nah, I just love, I love performing, man. I love sharing the energy, you know. So, but like I said, enough about me. Shots right there, boy. No cap. That's by number eight. That's by number eight. You ain't got crop that. That's a funny shit. That's a funny shit. No cap. Nah, so I feel y'all for real, for real. So we took it back for a second. So now I want to take it to the future real quick. Like, where do y'all see y'all brands? Because all of us are a brand. You feel me? All of us have different things that we're affiliated with. You know what I'm saying? And different things that we put together and make pop and go crazy for real, for real. So where do y'all see y'all brands in the next five years? How you want me to go? Uh, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I feel that I will be uh, thoroughly into my career as far as the entertainment. Um, I probably, be, in five years from now, I'll probably be done battle rapping. I think I'll be more into the acting and modeling. I got my first uh, acting gig. I got that role last year. Um, That's what's up. Congratulations. And then I did my first fashion show, like real fashion shows, like some big-time soccer players, like the U.S. Yeah, man. Got to drop two of them things for that one. I went to Miami, and uh, the U.S. uh, soccer team captain, he got his own clothing line, and so I was out there modeling and stuff, and I was like, Nah, this is this is really what I want to do. So I think in about five years from now, I probably will be done battle rapping and, and doing that, and then I'll probably take that money and just invest in like flipping houses and chill for the rest of the life. Honestly. That word you just said, invest.
That's some real. That's a real pioneer word right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nah, really though. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like we we respect pioneers around this motherfucker. And I bring that up because the key in life, ladies and gentlemen, is like you want to be an investor. You know what I'm saying? Everybody play your role, but one thing about high demand, we highlight big business because big business, big business will always be in high demand. You feel me? So one of the things about big business is if you want to do big business, you have to understand what comes with that, what's all incorporated in that. So one aspect of big business is being an investor. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people um, use the term CEO. I use the term CEO as well. It was actually a part of my name. You know what I'm saying? I'm going somewhere with this, so follow me for a second. But I took the term CEO off my name because a CEO can be uh, a good friend of mine brought this up to my attention, but a CEO can be hired and fired. And there's nothing wrong with nobody that plays these positions. Don't get me wrong. But I'm trying to uh, show everybody the different spectrums of business and different aspects to look at it. So I took CEO off my name because um, a CEO is somebody that can be hired and fired, you know what I'm saying, at at the disposal of somebody else as well within the structure of a company. You know what I'm saying? Um, But an investor is somebody that has more independent control and is just somebody that is um, placing money within the organization or putting their money forward and receiving their returns, and they can't get hired and fired accordingly. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to make that transition to just being a CEO to an investor, so I took CEO of my name. You dig what I'm saying? So when you use the term investing, I definitely want to highlight that for the folks out there watching. You know what I'm saying? Investments, investing, investor. All words that are in high demand. Big business. You dig what I'm saying? I gotta go outside. Oh. <laughs> um, again, my name is Jasmine. Um, I have a passion for working with kids, and my organization is called Pivot Youth Development. So where I see my organization in the next year is what you asked? Five years. Oh, five years. Okay. In five years, I mean, I see myself really investing in the community giving back in a lot of ways. Um, I love that perspective you put on CEO versus investor because it really made me think about my business a little bit differently. But really, I guess, investing a lot of time into, like, the foundational pieces of it and seeing how, you know, God works with it. So that's where I see my stuff going in five years. That's dope. That's dope. How about you? Five years, I see... Um, just expansion, you know what I'm saying? I see a lot with this podcast, so I believe by five years we'll have uh, a lot of different guests, a lot of different conversations that people can go back to um, and relate on. Um, I, I see music, my music being in a different space, um, you know, different venues, being able to go to places I haven't been before. Uh, yeah, a lot of different things. With that being said, we're going to take some time to pay these bills. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, Zah, got me talking slur. Park the Rafe on the curb. Make sure one in the head. Secure me while I count this bread. Watch for cops, watch for our own point. Do the show, shake the spot. Miss some thoughts and a lot. We finna turn this up a notch. All she want to do is pop a perk and get her pussy beat. Take this dick, bitch, stop pushing me. Face in the pillar, bitch, don't look at me. Woke up to my she gon' cook for me.
Are they going? Are you sure they left? When she come back, I'm going back outside. I'm just letting you know. I mean, as long as they left, we good. We just gonna get back to the interview. But whatever personal shit y'all got going on that does not need to be at the studio, you feel me? So let's just keep it that way. You good though? Joseph, start the show. Over. Come on, let's go. You good? Let's go. I ain't gonna start. When she come back outside, when she come back out, I'm go I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna let you know that right now. I'm good. Wait, I'm good. Are you good? good? Right, yeah, cool. let's do it. That's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. Shot o'clock. That's all I need to hear. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. Cheers with me. Find out, Mo. He's a Scarface around this motherfucker. Okay. Big dog. I'm going to let y'all know this now. When she come back outside, when she go back outside, when I when she come back, I'm going outside. No, but she got fucked up. Mo, when you scoot in on the, um, like, the, um, staging. I'm trying to be professional. Just let, yeah, let it, don't. I'm trying. What'd you say, Jess? Um, I was saying, scoot in. So, you can also I'm not answering no questions. Okay. I said edit. No, we're gonna keep that shit in this interview. I want you to keep that shit. Keep what? You don't gotta identify the person, but keep that shit. I'm weak. Oh, the look. Check, mic check. We're going to see. We're going to see. You want to go viral? We're going to see. We're going to follow it. Just keep that shit in there. We live in three, two, one. High demand, high demand, high demand. Ladies and gentlemen, we are right back at it again. You are now tuned in to High Demand 704, premium hip hop culture redefined. We are right here with another special episode. We got Zay of RBE, Rare Breed Entertainment. You feel me? In the building. So we're going to keep the interview rolling. I want to ask you, Zay, Rare Breed Entertainment, how did you get locked in? How did that connection develop? Like, how did that come together for you? Shout out to RBE. Shout out to Rare Breed Entertainment. Uh, it is one of the largest battle rap you know, leagues in the world. Up there, it's, it's up there, top two. I definitely say that. So, uh, <laughs> but um, honestly, man, they they gave me an opportunity. Um, they got this process called, you know, you gotta have a one SK. It's called like the one shot kill, and you get one opportunity. Sound one cold round. as hell. Nah, <laughs> That's how cold nah, it is. You get one round, and you it's make or break. And they they fuck with me and then um i came back probably like a year two years later because it happened right before covid so you know covid kind of pushed everything back but i came back and then um you know later i ended up getting signed by them and uh it's been it's been pretty smooth ever since i love them um it's very it's a, even though it's battle rap it's definitely family oriented you know like they actually care about me 
for more than just my talent, and that means a lot to me. Other than you know, other leagues they just look at you for your money mm-hmm. or what you can bring to the table. They look at me as a person. So, shout out to RBE, shout out to Wings, shout out to Lawrence, shout out to ARP. That's what's up. I re- I got a lot of respect for that for Sova. So I heard you mention it in a battle where you was uh you I can't remember the bar specifically, but you said something. And you was like your mom was like, "Nah, you good? Cause I'm RBE. I'm yeah, wearing yeah. breed. That's yeah, nah. it." It's, it's crazy you say that bar because um, last year, I had remember? A, yeah, I had a, I had a very. Severe, you please spit it for us. That's yeah, too hard. I had a very severe concussion. Um, the doctors told me I wasn't gonna be battle rapping no more. Like it was very bad. I couldn't mm. really remember. I couldn't even really speak because my memory was that bad. It was, it was very bad, and they um, RBE just allowed me to heal and told me to take my time. Your spot's still here. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself together. We're here for you. And then so when I came back, that was my first battle back, and I ended up getting signed off that battle because of my performance. And, you know, I mentioned that bar because it was just like, you know what I'm saying? It was real shit. Fuck fuck, yeah. how, fuck the punchline. It was just real shit. For yeah. Real. Yeah. Can you remind us what that bar was? Man, shit, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, right. So um what's what do you feel like what's your favorite thing about being affiliated with rare breed i know you said it's family oriented you know what i'm saying what's the biggest thing that stands out because i'm sure that there are, i know that there are other you know what i'm saying battle leagues that may have similar cultures Definitely. may have similar things so what was like the primary thing about about rare breed that really stood out for you uh just how they do business mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm very business oriented especially when it comes to battle rap and just things in general the way i move and they allow me to be about my business. You feel me? Um, and Big the way business. They, definitely. I demand. And the way they conduct themselves doing business is, is big, as well as the opportunity, you know, uh, being able to be on YouTube and be able to be seen. You know, you get a, a battle for 40,000 views. That's 40 different, you know, 40,000 people that's going to watch your battle. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, you know, and being able to take advantage of things like that, as well as they care. You feel me? Like they they allow you to be you. I've been to uh, other leagues. You know, I won't necessarily say their names, but you know, they told me I wasn't good enough, or told me I had to change my ways mm-hmm. and shit like that. I know how that go. Yeah, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? That's what you, yeah. that's the time you just gotta keep stepping on them yeah. folks. You know what I'm saying? You know, gotta yeah. accept those type of type of situations real humbly and just okay. Yeah. I will see you on the flip side. That's a fact. You feel me? So I, now, I know how that. I feel yeah. you on that one. So then now, you know, if they wanna book me, it costs double. I, I do charge a disrespect. <laughs> disrespect fees are, are included, but um, you know so, RBE. Then you know they allow me to be me as a person. Yeah. I ain't have to change. I ain't have to do no extra yeah. shit. They allow me to be me, so that's what you know gravitated me towards them. For sure, for sure. Do you have a favorite battle of yours? Like, Probably the show off battle because that was my breakout. You came battle. with it, bro. Yeah, and I you wasn't came with it. I'm telling you, I watched a couple of your battles, but I rewatched that one a couple of times. I ain't that's the highest view battle too. Yeah. It's like at 42, 43,000. So like I look at that battle, I'm like, yeah, I got to be like that all the time. That's my favorite battle though. Yeah, you got a real intellectual approach to this shit. For real, for real. Appreciate like, you. Ladies, do y'all happen to, have, happen to have any questions for Zay? Anything y'all want to ask him or <laughs> I don't. I feel like we got to know why he got into battle rap. We got to know some of his favorite artists. Um, I'm just amazed. I think what you're doing is amazing. You're really a pioneer. Honestly. I appreciate so, you. Just inspired to watch. You. Appreciate you.
Uh, absolutely. You definitely a pioneer for real. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I appreciate you. Okay. And another thing you're doing, bro, you just really like setting the city on fire. And on a day-to-day basis, like what's a piece of advice on the daily? Like would you give to somebody looking up to you? Be yourself and be smart. You feel me? Be yourself and be smart. Um, I only have 21 battles. To put that in perspective. You said only like that wasn't. That's not a lot. You got a lot of my peers got 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 battles. Mm-hmm. Only got 21. So for the stuff that I've done in this amount of time, um, you know what I'm saying? Like just being smart, being strategic, uh, understanding your worth. It's key, right? Like I get, I get offered battles all the time, offer money all the time to do battles, right? But uh, somebody told me early in my career, they said, would you rather get paid $5,000 for one battle or get paid $5,000 for one bat- uh, for five battles? Right. Still getting paid $5,000, but you putting in five times as much work. And so understanding that, understanding like, look, when I come in here, I'm him. I'm him. I bring stuff different to the table. I got the international fan base. I got all this and the third. Yeah, you got so, a different type of leverage. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is what I bring to the table. So if I, anybody up and coming, be yourself, be strategic. Don't take every battle that's offered to you because just because the money look good at that time don't mean that it's worth it. You got to know your worth. You got to yeah, know your value. You know your bro. All money ain't good money for real. For real. Like Folks got to understand that all money is not good money. It's all based on, you know what I'm saying, the intentions. Like what's, but you got to really look at the bigger picture when it comes to that That's shit. That's a fact. So for so, bro. I got a lot of respect for that. You know what I'm saying? So on the business end, like, can you describe, like, what it's like on the business end of being a battle rapper? Um, Battle rap, you know, once you get to a certain point, you know, early in your career, it's about how good you are. I mean, it's about, you know, trying to get to this level. But once you get to that level, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's at that point, you know what I'm saying, where... I know we live. Nah, we good. We can cut it. But we, bro, I'm tired of cutting it. I ain't going to cap. Like, we had a work for... Justin, come get this bitch, bro. I'm so dead ass. Come get this bitch. Come get this bitch right now. She got me fucking used. We good, everybody. We good. Bro, Justin, come get this bitch. No, she got me Please, come on. Are you going to finish that? Bro, we are live right now, bro. You see these mics right now? Are you going to finish the interview? Like, we can edit this part, but Mo, like... Welcome. Hey, everybody. Um, What's your name again? Zay. Ray. <laughs> Zay. Bitch, Zay. And what what's was your into- Instagram? Beethoven. Zaytoven. Z-A-T-O-V-E-N. You got a girlfriend? Nah, I ain't got no girlfriend. Why? I just don't got You got, got kids? <laughs> I, might, I might not. 
Why? Why you don't like kids? What's wrong with kids? I love kids. He don't like kids, y'all. He don't like kids. (laughs) Somebody, somebody, point that out. He don't like kids. Why you don't like kids? What's wrong with kids? I love kids. Why? Why you don't have kids then? How old are you? I'm thirty. I just turned thirty. Let's talk about that. Thirty with no kids. What's going on? What's going on? You got a girlfriend? I ain't got no girlfriend. You you talk to somebody? I just live life. He talked to somebody. You're a liar, bro. You're a liar. You know, let's talk about niggas. Y'all are not shit. Like, let's talk about it. Y'all ain't shit. I don't understand. I don't understand this shit. But anyways, anyways, go get Joseph. Where is he? He's good. So... You don't have any no. Kids. I'm yes. I'm yeah. asked. Joseph told or me to finish. Have inter- kids. Joseph told me to finish his interview. You're right. You do your thing. Don't have kids. Thirty. Let's talk about that. Talk about Let's it. talk about how. Why are you? Why are you thirty with no kids? Where's your girlfriend no, at? I didn't say I have no kids. I didn't <laughs> say I have no kids. What the fuck? What y'all got going on, Turn bro? Mic off. <laughs> y'all on, bro? Y'all on Goofy time? So okay. Yeah, no, nah, we handled it. So we're not going back out there. Oh, like, no, because this is gonna be funny. I want everybody to sit down. 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 I want everybody to sit down, bro. This is actually this is about you. Like, so whatever female you into it with is here for you. But he just said he's single. See, niggas is not shit, bro. Y'all know each other. Y'all know each other. Y'all know each other. No, I don't. Cause they really here for you. <laughs> they really here for you. It's gotta be a joke. Bro, I'm about to go be. You're really a liar, bro. Oh, I just hey, caught this shit on. on they Tobin is a liar, bro. I just caught this shit on live. <laughs> Not no funny shit though. Go handle, like, that shit. handle that shit. Don't yeah, handle that shit. Got him. Nah, dead ass. I don't know what's going on. They out there for you. They want to say. Okay. Not, I just said that shit, y'all. Caught his ass in a lie. <laughs> Alrighty. Ain't nobody out there, man. <laughs> Listen, just then. What the fuck going on? This hockey man seven oh four, bro. We just like to have a little fun on this side, bro. Joseph, I thought you was, we thought you was posted up. You had some baddies outside that had some smoke oh, with you or bro. something like that, bro. I'll be chilling, bro. We heard Zay was in high demand, man. Yeah, we, <laughs> we heard Zay was in high demand. I'm chilling, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, God, we didn't. <laughs> hey, pioneer. Hey, nah, that's a pioneer. Nah, that's a that's a real that's a that's a real plan though. He said, oh, he, said right. he, said, he was like, damn, he said, damn, they out there for me. Let me go see what's up. He was gonna be like, he was gonna be like, that bitch do not know me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they was like, look, listen, baby, listen, baby, listen, baby. Listen, baby. Calm down, sweet. Oh, this is enough for us all. Next battle, March twenty first. Y'all can come out our front row seats. It's cool, baby. Ah, for real, for real, man. This is High Demand 704, bro. We do things real different. We like to have fun. We like to have a good time. We got good people, good energy, good vibes. On a one scale, so on a scale of one to ten, how how convinced were you that this shit was real? 
Uh, man, I was, yeah, I thought it was 100% real. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, my mama, bro. I didn't want no fucking I didn't go to your car and grab some shit. Like, I needed to do no fussy. He handled that shit smooth, though, to not know what's going on. I swear to God, I th- bro, I thought you knew what was up. I ain't going to cap. I did not know, bro. I'm looking like what great job, thing? Mo. You did you did your thing. We lit with Man, it. He was acting. I swear, God, you need to get him. <laughs> Booker, I'm <laughs> telling you, Booker. Iman Booking. Okay. At no cap. At E M O N Booking. Matter of oh, fact, for those God. who don't know what Iman Booking stands for, represents. Can y'all oh, speak on that real quick? Iman Booking means <clears throat> empowering, entertainment, marketing, networking, Please and the opportunity. Bomb. Say that one more time. Empowering. Entertainment. Marketing. Networking. I mean, I mean, I mean opportunity. <laughs> can we get it one more time without the? Can we get it one more time without the bomb? <laughs> Yo, funny, bro. Hide the man, hide the man, hide the man. We at it again, man. Iman stands for empowering, entertainment, marketing, opportunity, and networking. (laughs) (laughs) Joke time, man. Y'all make sure to tap in. Big things, big people, big business. The show for show. So, you know what I'm saying? We model, we do creative things, we do a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Iman Booking makes sure you tap in. One of the official sponsors of High Demand 704. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Without further ado, like, we really just vibing. You know what I'm saying? We got some time <laughs> on us. We actually doing real good on time. We've been paying the bills on time. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I do want to ask if anybody at this Royal Roundtable has anything, you know what I'm saying, that's going on in today's society. Or current events that they want to speak on that they observed. Mm, that's a deep one. <laughs> uh, I got one. I got one. Um, it's it's a current event, but it's you know always current. Um, you know, I think that mental health in the black community is very real. Um, a lot of times we are, you know, we our parents kind of tell us to suck it up and you know just keep moving, but that shit is real. It's real. That really exists. And, um, you know, we have to be uh, aware of that, not for ourselves, but for our people as well. You know, check on our friends. Check in on your people. Don't just take, oh, I'm doing okay, I'm doing fine as an answer. You know, you got to dig a little deeper. So um, mental health in the black community is definitely real. And, uh, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you on that. And I kind of want to take a little bit of time to expand upon that. Because being that you said that, I feel like that's a conversation that we don't have enough. Right. Um, You know what I'm saying? I feel like some of the biggest things to help improve or build your mental health is um, just having a way of expression. You know what I'm saying? I can only speak from, like, personal experience. Like, one thing with me, um, doing my music, DJing, you know what I'm saying, are really my forms of expression. You know what I'm saying? Like, just having an outlet to be able to present your art. What about y'all? I want to piggyback off of what you all are saying and say <clears throat> support is very real. So a solution to that would be supporting one another, supporting your friends. I know I am going to emphasize my support with my friendships this year. So sure. you can do those things or fix those things by <clears throat> supporting your people's friends and family. 
For sure. And it's definitely a topic that resonates with me. Um, it's something really important for my organization. Um, and I have a workshop that's entitled What's in Your Toolbox? And it kind of talks about, like, what things do you have in your backpack kind of that's going to help you get through rough times. And I feel like having support, having creative outlets, having um, family and stuff to go to is really important. So I love that we're talking about it and creating you know more space to talk about it. I hope people really take it home and create space in their homes and within their friendships to talk about just how people are really doing. Yeah. So, yeah. for sure. So, so, um, in other news, there's one thing about High Demand 704. We are, and I'm going to keep saying this because y'all going to get it through your head. Y'all going to know one thing about this brand. We do it, and we do it just like this. Premium hip-hop culture redefined. You know what I'm saying? So being that that's what we do, I would like to know how y'all feel. I'm playing. I'm just being a little dramatic, bro. I'm just fucking <laughs> okay. with y'all, bro. But how y'all feel about the gunner situation? The gunning? The gunner situation. Because a lot of people speak on that, bro. I got my own opinion about it. But that's just kind of something I wanted to talk about, bro. Just on a lighter tip, like, how, what, how y'all feel about the gunner situation? The, what is the current, in your perspective, what's going on right now? So, so basically, uh, YSL, you know what I'm saying, a rap group and allegedly being affiliated with other things are currently on trial for a RICO charge, uh, which is like organized. It's an organized crime charge for those who don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And currently Young Thug is in custody um, along with several other members of YSL. Um, But Gunna was freed early um, based upon a testament given. There we go. To the courts. And so, you know what I'm saying? I guess what the streets or the world, the media, you know what I'm saying, the masses are saying or what is in question is whether or not Gunna, quote unquote, snitched on Thug. I say this. Um, this is I do mentorship, you know, for high schoolers and stuff. Uh, one thing I, I, I tell them is that not everybody is like you. What you would do in one situation, somebody else might not do. No matter how close you are, how how much you may think of them, everybody's different. You feel me? So Absolutely. When you start getting down into these streets, you start getting down to some real shit. Not everybody wants, once shit hit the fan, not everybody going to handle that mm-hmm. the same way. You feel me? You might say, you know what, I ain't going to tell. But that don't mean your partner or your co-defendant or, you know, everybody else in the group ain't going to tell. So understand, look. End of the day, no matter what you do, if you get other people involved, you're leaving your life in their hands. Mm-hmm. And and they're going to look at themselves. If you give a nigga 40 years, some niggas are going to say, you know what, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll do the 40 years. But then there's other niggas going to be like, that ain't for me. That's, that's your problem. Me. That's your problem. So that's the only, only thing I really got to say about that situation. You got situations like the Bobby Smurden and Roddy Rebel, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Bobby, he was like, hey, I'll take, I'll how stay, much was it? He yeah. took like seven for him or something yeah, like that? He stayed in there for him. So. Mm-hmm. You got niggas like that, but everybody's not the same. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's just people in the general. How you think isn't how the next person to think. So, I personally believe that a lot of this is like planned in a sense, and of course, like I don't want to get too deep, but I feel like everything is like a marketing thing for some people. Um, I feel like as a team, like they all know what they're signing up for, obviously before they get into that. So. Obviously, if they are putting themselves in position for that to happen, they have a plan. So I feel like Gunna, regardless of if it's considered snitching or not, he knew, or at least, what's the, 
thug, I think they all knew what was going to happen or, you know, who was supposed to take or say something. I don't know. I just feel like it's all planned out. And um, I wouldn't say it's a distraction. I don't want to be one of those head-ass people, but <laughs> I think, it's I a think distraction. yeah, you feel me? I think something, <laughs> I think that they all know what it is, and I feel like they're putting it out there as a marketing scheme, but that's a whole nother topic. But, yeah, that's what I think. That's what's up. Um, I personally think black people need to re-solidify whatever the law of the land is going to be. I feel like we are not as connected as we used to be, and I feel like that's why shit's getting messy. Stuff is getting foggy because we don't understand what, what the law is amongst ourselves. And I think if we were able to do that, all this shit, even the chatter like outside of jail and outside of like gangs and shit would be a little bit clearer. But we need more like defining men in our community to stand up and kind of guide the community. And then I also think like these leaders and stuff got to stop selling off. And I don't think that they have, but I just think there are a lot of prominent leaders who are meant to guide us that keep selling. selling themselves. I need a bomb. I need a bomb. <laughs> Where the bomb? I need a bomb. I need a bomb. <laughs> so, yeah. Got to connect a little bit more. Absolutely. But um, what I think of the gunner situation... I mean, honestly, I feel like we really, you can only, excuse me, you can only go off of what's, yeah, what's what's been told, or you can only go off of what's been presented to you, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like until Thug, it looked like, from what it looked like right now, it looked like he he snitched on him, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna (laughs) care. As much as I like, as much as I like his music, what it appears to be, it appears to be that he, he, he talked, yeah. Regardless if he, regardless if it was snitching or not, I feel like he knew, like, what what it was gonna be and what it was I feel like you don't know what's up till Thug get out, though. Cause you never know. They could, you never. Did this nigga just get caught in court with drugs, though? I mean, somebody was trying to pass him something, and they said that he immediately passed it to the guard okay. or the the bailiff or something like that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know about that, but um, I don't know. I feel like you don't know till Thug get out for real. Like, they they could have had some like, look, they really want me. You know what I'm saying? So Thug could be like, bro, I got these good ass lawyers. Mm-hmm. Y'all go ahead and say that we did whatever we did because we got caught with certain shit. You feel me? But let me go ahead and handle that. Let me take the charge. And then we just go from there. That may be the situation. I feel like, because I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe. YSL, I, I, I paid attention to like their interviews and how they interacted with each other. They really seemed like a family. I'm just saying, it would be very, I'm trying to present both sides of the of the spectrum here. It would be very unfortunate, but maybe it was on some shit like Thug was like, look, I got it. You feel me? Let's has, see what happens. Has this always been a thing, though? Like, has it always been a thing that like a group, of people like artists end up in a jail, like you know, going to court and it being a thing. Like, be you know what I'm saying? Rico charges because sure. this just happened with um, the Tory and the Megan thing. Like, this mm. is kind of like two different things, but is this normal? Like, has this always been a thing? Like, artists coming or celebrities being charged and being broadcasted like this? This has always been a thing, right? Um, in hip hop culture, I believe so. I agree. I, ain't, I don't see it a lot in rock and country singers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they right. be trying but to get. If out y'all know this, a lot in hip hop and R and B, like we be getting jammed up about stupid shit. Like mm-hmm. you feel me? Not necessarily stupid shit. I don't want to make it seem like I'm not taking nobody's situation seriously. But we the only like genre of music or culture. You feel me? That like our artists get hemmed up in certain stuff For like sure. this. Like how often do you hear about rock? Art, so that's what I'm saying. Country, like I feel like autumn, I, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this is all like 
again, I don't want to get too deep, but I feel like this is all just something to talk about. We, mm. see we talk about it now, but that's just, you know, even if it's real or not real, I just feel like it's a, it's supposed to be like a, discra- a distraction. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Mm. Real, for real. That's like some, some, some different yeah. level conspiracy type shit. Yeah, you might sure. have to, that might be exactly for the next episode. You know what I'm saying? For real, we got to save some. We got to save some. We got to save some ammo. For real, for real. We got some good combos in the vault. I mean, shoot, ladies Say, and gentlemen. Would you consider yourself a um, conspiracy theorist? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm big into that type of shit. For I real? think, you know, it's a reason behind all the shit that these people do. Not saying everything. I consider you a pioneer, though. No. <laughs> no, for real. I appreciate you, but I really be, you know, from the government to everything, how just everything works. I do be believing it's a bigger meaning or a bigger something behind it than just what we see, you know, the surface level of things. So definitely, definitely protect our black men that are speaking on it and our black women and our as black well women for sure. that are speaking on it. Absolutely, absolutely, and we're gonna keep speaking on it. We're going to always speak on it because that's what we're here to do. You feel me? We tapped in. We locked in. High Demand 704. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I wish we could keep going. I wish we could talk for hours on hours on hours on camera. But like I said, we done paid these bills for a certain amount of time. We got to honor that. So we're going to keep it rolling like this right here. This will conclude the very first episode of High Demand 704. Can I get some buns, please? For real. I appreciate everybody tuned in. I appreciate my lovely co-hosts. Big S, big plurals. I appreciate my very first guest. My dog, my brother, Zay of Revery Entertainment. Feel me? Is there any final words you want to tell to the people, to anybody listening to you, to our followers, your followers, everybody out there, man? Uh, always, first and for- foremost, rest in peace to my brother Shane. Uh, besides that, I would definitely say, you know, it's always me putting on for Charlotte and uh, catch me in Toronto and uh, Nigeria. I'm actually going to battle in May. So uh, catch me over there and back on RBE. Charlotte. And uh, lastly, I appreciate you, man. Uh, it, it, it's very hard for uh, people to show their different talents without risking one, and you doing several. So I definitely uh, am appreciative of you and want to give you your flowers as well. Uh, I appreciate you, man. For real. For real. Real recognize real. That's how we do it. Ladies, any final words? I just want to thank you for the platform. I think what you're doing is awesome. I can't wait to see it grow. I appreciate you. Joseph, you already know what time it is. I yes, sir. You. I definitely see you, and I'm here for the ride. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. We locked in. That's how we do it. High demand, high demand, high demand. We back at it again. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, send it to your mama, auntie, grandma, cousin, them, all of that. We live. Y'all stay blessed. Stay at peace. High demand. <laughs>